<clears throat> Get our pathogens all over this room first. Yeah, that's we true. Start. <clears throat> <clears throat> Well, Marla. <laughs> well, Sophie. Here we are again, back in the studio, the much clamored for return of jam. <laughs> Why are I you laughing at me? I forgot how to do this. Okay. That was really loud. Um, hey, everyone. <laughs> hey. Welcome back to Just Another Manic Monday, hosted by me, Marla, and Sophie. Hello. Hey, um, <laughs> in case you haven't been here before, jam, as we like to call it. Jam. Raspberry <laughs> is... jam, blueberry jam, no, WTBU jam. Continue. Yeah, two M's, not one. Yeah, two M's, just another manic Monday. Yeah. Just to be clear. <laughs> just to clarify. Um, yeah, we're a wellness podcast, I guess, and basically, Sophie and I are both college students, and... What happens when you're college students is wellness often goes out the window, goes out the window. So we like to challenge ourselves every week to do wellness challenges, Mm -hmm. such as drinking enough water. Imagine that. Sleeping eight hours a night. No way. I know. It's crazy. And then we tell you how it worked, how it went. So you don't have to try it. You don't have to try don't it. Don't waste unless... your time drinking enough water every day. Unless you like what you hear, you don't have to do it. Yeah, we'll give you a recommendation. Yeah. We're not doctors, but we are people. We're not doctors, but we are people you should and listen to. Right now, we're all basically armchair doctors yeah. in this pandemic era. Every single day I wake up and diagnose myself with COVID. So. <laughs> <laughs> and three times a week. A real doctor tells me, you don't have COVID. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. I coughed once yesterday, so. It doesn't seem to check out. One time, my temperature was 99 degrees. Yeah, Marla will always point that, like, radar gun, like. Yeah, our temperature checker. And she'll be like, hmm, your hand is low. <laughs> there was, when I was, I had to go to the Boston Police Headquarters to get fingerprinted for an internship. I'm not in any legal trouble. Don't worry. Long but, story. When I went there, they did that to me, like the temperature check. Yeah. And it was like a long walk, right? And I had a hat on, so I was really sweaty. And I was like, what if I'm like, it's going to like turn red because I'm so hot because I just walked like two miles. Yeah. And I was wearing a hat and I was really stressed out about it, but it was fine. They let me in. I think what happens is like what happens in Monsters, Inc. where all of those guys in the hazmat suits come and they like. Yeah, they bust through the windows. That's what would happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they would do. Turn me away. I think they would just be like, you can't. I guess you can't come in, dude. Who wants to go first? What was your challenge this week? My challenge was to not wash my hair every single day. (gasps) I know. What? That doesn't sound like wellness. Say more. I will say more. So basically, I read and have been told many times that you are not supposed to wash your hair every day because it will dry out your hair and strip your hair of its natural oils. However, comma, my hair is really not particularly oily, not particularly dry, but it is a nightmare. It's very thick and it gets very tangled if I don't like wash it and then brush it after it's been washed. If it's like, it can be a nightmare basically is what I'm saying. 
It only likes to be detangled once it's been washed. So here I've been for the past couple years washing my hair essentially every day, with exceptions. And this challenge, Marlon, I thought it would be a good opportunity to break that chain a little bit and switch to every other day. Now, technically, I don't even think you're supposed to wash your hair that much. Yeah. According to hair scientists or whatever, whoever, <laughs> whoever these people are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was kind of an interesting experience for me. I'll say two things to start off. One, I wasn't exactly like not washing my hair. My hair would get wet. So I would be washing it with water. Yeah. So n- I'm talking about not washing with shampoo. Who? So basically the way this went down, um, I was kind of scared my first day, honestly, when I was reviewing my notes, like right before this, I was a little bit scared um, to like see what would happen. Because like, if you get sweaty, if you exercise, if you wear a hat that day, you're definitely inviting new variables in. Whereas if you're just like, nothing really happens to you, okay, like whatever. Um, but that was that happened a couple of times where like I was like, okay, I'm introducing variables into my life that is going to make my hair sweaty and complicated. And I started to think about that. Like I'd be like, should I do this today? Because I'm not going to be able to wash my hair tonight. And so I know I'm going to go to bed with it disproportionately tangled. So that's one. The other thing is that I would get, like, really stressed, um, like, ahead of time of how it would feel, like, when, like, immediately ahead of time, like, when I was brushing, or not when I was brushing, when I was showering, I'd be like, fuck, after this, I'm gonna have to brush it. Like, I'm gonna have to, like, I would get worried. I'd be like, oh my god, it's gonna be so painful to brush it afterwards. And not brushing it was is not really an option, because it'll become even worse. The biggest surprise to me was... I guess one of my biggest hangups going into this challenge was that, like, I would feel dirty, like, my hair would feel dirty, and I didn't really run into that problem. Like, I, that never, that didn't happen. As long as I get my hair wet, I never feel like it's dirty. If I, like, just fall asleep with dry hair and not having washed it, the next day I'm like, oh, my hair feels gross, which I think might be more psychological than anything. Yeah. (laughs) But, so that didn't bother me as much. What did make like the most impression on me, make the biggest impression on me <laughs> was the way like my hair texture changed. So like what? if I, I know. So if I like were to only wash it with water the next day, it would be like weirdly fluffy or like weirdly like- In a not, good way? Like, I, no, not in a good way. Oh, okay. And cool. I was like, but it wouldn't be like necessarily worse than the kind of fluffiness that I would accidentally get by washing my hair every day. So it's almost like <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's just different. It's different. I'm a different try... kind of fluffy. What? A different kind of fluffy. Yeah. So basically, like when I wash my hair every day, my hair get it's really big, which is gonna happen anyway. Mm-hmm. That's just the size of my head. Um, uh, my hair. It's like there's a lot of air in there, sort of. Whereas when, which is why it's so big. But then on days when I did wash, well, I didn't wash my hair and I did get it wet, then it would feel very like, like still like it was more fluffy but in like a different way like it wouldn't feel very aerodynamic it would just feel more like clumpy <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> no no i i understand what you're saying i don't <laughs> i mean i think aerodynamic is normally used for like how quickly you can move through oh yeah, I'm but not... I understand what you're saying. Okay, yeah, to the listeners, I don't know what aerodynamic means, but just try to imagine. <laughs> no, I, it's not as like 
light. It's not as light, yeah. And it's more like it's more like it goes out instead of down. Like yeah. gravity doesn't affect it as much, which is unusual to me. Um huh. and then when I sleep with my hair dry without washing it, mm-hmm. it goes it's more down, it's less fluffy. So, okay. <laughs> On the spectrum of fluffiest to densest, <laughs> fluffiest is when you wash it with shampoo. Yes. Densest is when you don't take a shower. Yeah. And the middle is when you wet your hair but don't use shampoo. Yes. And that surprised me because I like my hair texturally when I don't wash it. When like, it's dense? When it's dense. Well, yeah, in a way because it's more like... Here's the thing. I like it more because it's kind of like silkier. It does like it's more like it like responds to gravity more, so it's like more controllable. <laughs> but I don't like it because it's more tangled and yeah. like feels weird. So it's really a double-edged sword. Uh I really feel a couple of different ways, but my here's my takeaway. Although I have complex feelings about everything now, I used to be very staunchly, like, pro, like, yeah, I'm just going to wash my hair every day. That's how my hair is. Now I feel a little more unsure, which is not a bad thing, because now I'm more willing to, like, mix it up. And if I'm like, oh, I'm really tired, but I have to take a mm-hmm. shower, I will maybe just be like, well, I'm just not going to wash my hair today. And so I'll go and get, I'll get more sleep as a result. So, <laughs> you know. There's an extra 10 minutes. Yeah. Make or break it. For real. Um but yeah so it definitely like shook up my world a little bit um i literally wrote that in my notes on like like shook up my world this challenge definitely changed the way i was feeling on a day-to-day basis i'm not even exaggerating like my it felt like weird like my hair felt i sound like high right now (laughs) well you're very connected to your hair I am very connected to my hair. I've had, like, old women come up to me in grocery stores multiple times in multiple states and been, like, in, like, once in a Publix in Florida. Once this in is a, a transnational phenomenon. Yeah, it's, like, it's a huge phenomenon. And, like, I've had them touch my hair with both hands and be like, never cut this. Never cut your hair. That's weird. I know. It That's is weird. That's weird. That's, like, a network of witches that are after you. I really don't like it. I really don't like it. Just PSA to our listeners, don't touch someone's hair. Yeah. Unless they let you. Unless the, you yeah. ask and obtain consent. And also, don't tell them what to do. Yeah, so I, like, do feel very attached to my hair. But at the same time, like, I'm more attached to the way, like, I feel hygienically, you know? Sure, yeah. And I guess, like, hair texture is part of that. Yeah. Who knows? But I did, I do know from research that I did prior to this challenge, or during this challenge, rather, that you can kind of train your hair to need to be washed less. But, so, like, people who are going, like, (laughs) backpacking, who, like, know that they're not going to be able to shower a lot, will, like, before they go, will train their hair to to need washing less. So, like, you go through a couple of weeks of your hair being super oily. Yeah. And then your hair gets used to only being washed a certain amount. And a week is not long enough to do that. Yeah. And that sounds like actual hell on earth to me yeah um but i think it's interesting that we probably shouldn't be washing it anywhere near as much as we are now that is interesting yeah so i feel confused and conflicted (laughs) okay i have questions i have questions okay yeah maybe that'll add some direction to this rant so with the tangled situation okay i know a lot of people who don't brush their hair 
when it's dry. Mm-hmm. Are you one of those people? Yeah, I don't brush it when okay. it's dry because my hair gets like very like you know how people with really curly hair like it's frizzy. Yeah, yeah, it'll get frizzy. That's kind of how my hair gets. Yeah. So I don't do that. But I guess in theory, one thing I didn't try is brushing it when it's dry and then showering with just water. Huh. Never thought of that. Maybe I'll try that tonight. Yeah. Because I brush my hair regularly, dry and wet. Right. So, like, I know, like, when my hair's tangly, like, I'll just brush it. Yeah. And sometimes it gets frizzy, but, like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's just, it's so interesting to me because I will go one day without, like, shampooing my hair and it'll be so greasy and so gross. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. And for what? For what? Where's the oil coming from? Yeah, for real. It's been, like, ten hours. I went to bed and it looked fine and I woke up and I look like my hair's, like, wet. Like, where is it coming from? What's going on? For real. But I have not tried, like, not shampooing it. Like, maybe the water is the sufficient. Like, washing it, but not yeah. but only with water. Yeah. I had never, ever done that before. Like, that, yeah. I've literally never done that in my life before this challenge. But the thing is, like, for me, is that... Like, for me, my hair doesn't really ever, like, feel super, super oily unless I, like, don't do anything to it for, like, two days, let's say. Because mm-hmm. it is thick, so it does get oily slower. Because, like, there's so much of it. Yeah. Um, But I do feel after, like, let's say two days. But, like, the thing for me is always just, like, feeling gross. Like, it's almost like... Because if I don't shower... I always wash my face even if I don't shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And brushing your teeth. Yeah, it's just like brushing your teeth. Um, So I always feel weirdly... And I, again, I don't know if this is, like, a psychological phenomenon that is bothering my brain that, like, it feels, like, inconsistent, but... I always feel when I do that, like my face is more clean than my hair. And I feel like there's like a line around my scalp where it like meets and I like don't really get it because my hair is obviously not dirty. Like people go over a day without washing their hair. It doesn't make their scalp unclean, you know, like that's just hair is like that. But my brain psychologically doesn't mess with that. So when I get my hair wet, even if I don't shampoo it that's still like that almost like combats that yeah because it feels like it's like the middle ground yeah but i think it does dry my hair out maybe that's the answer behind the um textural thing that i was describing earlier because i think if you just do like if it just gets wet and there's no shampoo no conditioner which is what adds moisture then that's how it gets dry so maybe that's why it feels weird after i like yeah wet it but don't like clean it for yeah. lack of a better word yeah i guess i'm interested in like <laughs> this is very niche but like the history of shampoo because you know i'm so interested like why was it invented i understand it's like soap for your hair essentially yeah, that's what it is yeah but you know like all things at one point it didn't exist so do we really need it like like you were talking about That's earlier. Interesting. Like if you go long enough and like let your hair adapt, it'll eventually come to some kind of like equilibrium yeah, state. Yeah, that's my understanding. Yeah. So is this just a scam? I honestly wonder that myself. And then part of me wonders like it could be a scam, like it could just be like we are conditioned to buy stuff. No so, pun intended. Like yeah, like especially women, we're supposed to like buy stuff that's like, you know, conducive to grooming so part of me is like maybe we're just being sold it but then part of me is like maybe like at some point they didn't use like soap yeah you know like i so like and then we realized it was a good thing 
I remember reading something in like BU's back to BU packet way back <laughs> when we were like, we didn't know if we were even going to come back here yeah. because of Corona, where they were like, when you're back here, please exercise like good hygiene and wash like skin, face, like everything, hair, okay. like consistently with like warm water and soap and shampoo because of the pandemic and pathogens and whatever. Yeah. I think that's, that's part of me is like, does shampoo even like do anything to like, I get soap. Soap makes sense. I learned yeah. how soap worked in chemistry class in 10th grade. have never forgotten it. But I don't get, like, I don't know if shampoo is, like, necessary in the same way that soap skin is. is. Soap is necessary. Because soap is, like, right on the surface of your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's, like, almost like, does your hair protect your scalp from dirt? We're getting, like... I not, don't know. Not, like, deep. <laughs> I don't know why I'm asking <laughs> <laughs> no, Holy not shit. deep. Not deep. Not deep. It says originally it was very similar to soap and modern shampoo as it is known now with synthetic surfactants mm. yes. emerged in the 1930s. So it seems that... It, oh, no. It seems that it became <laughs> common in the 1970s. In the 1970s, shampoos began to market themselves for everyday use since oily hairdressing was out of fashion. So what I'm hearing is that there was what? a time when oily hair was in fashion, and that's disgusting, so... What time was that? Pre-1970s, I guess. But if you think, like, of the fashion trends, like, what you think of when you think of, like, 50s America... Yeah. I feel like greasy hair was not in that picture. Yeah, I don't know. Like Maybe it's, like, the hippies of the 60s. The hippies were in the 70s, too, though. That's the thing. <sighs> Maybe late 70s? Yeah, maybe. It could have been se- late 70s. I mean, I think it's like... Or maybe like the 50s hairstyles were like more easy to manipulate if you had I guess greasy hair. perms were a 50s thing, Yeah, I mark, guess so. And that you're not like supposed that. to wash, which I only know from Legally Blonde. Thank you, Legally Blonde. Thanks, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I guess my point is, is that it's probably not something... I, I wish I knew, like, how much it was something that we need. For me, yeah. it's, it seems like it's pretty essential in terms of just, like, feeling clean. But, again, that doesn't mean that it's necessary. Yeah. It probably isn't necessary. Um, I mean, it's definitely, like, people do go, like, as I said, backpacking for months and months. And they yeah. don't wash their hair with shampoo and, like, they're fine. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you. Like, I I know people that have done that and, like, they're, like, yeah, it's fine. But... I guess, like, you might just get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, like anything. So are you going to keep it up in the future, kind of, like, alternating? Well, I definitely feel like I'll be more flexible about it. Yeah. Like, I feel like I won't be as, like, anal about making sure that it happens every single day. Sure. Like, I definitely not. I feel like I'll be more willing to just be like, yeah, 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 it'll get wet or whatever. Now, all this doesn't even get into the fact that, like, if I, like, put it in braids before I went to sleep or, like, put it in a bun or if I slept with it down, that also adjusts texture. I would need to do, like, a fucking, like, That can be your senior project. Yeah, that should be my senior keystone thesis, is figuring out what conditions. And it's winter and it's super dry outside. Yeah, that's true. So, basically, I learned very little, but my takeaway is (laughs) I'm left with more questions than I had going in. I feel like that's just life. Yeah, I guess that's just life. But my (laughs) biggest takeaway is 
I don't know what I shall do in the future, but I feel less confined to the structure I was living in, which I guess is a good thing. Like, I feel less, like, like, I feel like I'll be less strict with myself on what I do with my hair. I guess I learned that you won't necessarily feel, like, dirty if you don't wash with, like, shampoo and conditioner. Yeah, like, water is enough. Yeah, it's enough to make you, like, feel like you did, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at this point, I don't think I've washed my hair for, like, two days now. (gasps) I know. Which is unheard of. What? Anyway, so that's kind of my takeaway, but it was a weird challenge. Marla, what was your challenge? I'm really excited. (laughs) Okay. My challenge was to write down my dreams every night to essentially keep like a dream journal yeah so what inspired this was i have very vivid dreams that are have like plots to them and are like structured and i have a lot of reoccurring dreams or like dreams that are in the same setting but like with different people Mm -hmm. so i used to do this i used to record my dreams And then I stopped. And so I decided to do it again. What I read online, I was like, what are even the benefits of dream journaling? Let's find out. Because I was like, there are no clear benefits. And there really aren't. Like, the internet basically was like, it's more just interesting. Yeah. To see if you can, like, find any patterns. Interesting is good. Yeah, or they were like... You know, you, you can find out more about yourself, which, whatever. Oh, that's some bullshit. Um, <laughs> and then it was like, it could also be, like, a source of creativity. Okay. I was okay, like, you know what? I see that because every morning, Marla wakes up and tells me her dream. <laughs> like, literally every morning, I'm not even joking, Marla rolls over and says, guess what I dreamed about? And I say, tell me. And then you tell me. So, and, like, I'm like, that has a plot. Like, you can write that down. Yeah. Like, so, you know what? I see it. If you were, like, a creative, like, like person who wanted to, like, write scripts or, like, write a book... You are creative, but not in that specific way. That's not what I meant. Mom. I'm quitting. I'm done. <laughs> Mom. I'm leaving. If you were, a, if you were, a film and television. I still can be. Student. Nobody's telling me I can't be. Yeah. So come work with me. Let's start a business. Sophie. Okay. Done. Done, done and done. And done. Well, and I have a business now. <laughs> Is this not a business? <laughs> Do we not run this like a business? True. Um. Regardless. If, like, I was, like, like, I always feel like you can make a movie out of it, so. It feels yeah. like it has a plot with, like, distinct goals and motivations. Sorry, continue. Yeah, so I use, like, the Notes app on my phone, and I would do it when I wake up. I wake up a lot in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. so sometimes it would be, like, 4 a.m., so a lot of the Damn, notes that's commitment. are a little bit incoherent. Sure. A lot of question marks. Okay. And I just want to throw this first dream out there because this was not within the week that I did it. But it stuck out to me, and I told Sophie about it already. But I'm going to say it again. Um, I had a dream about Army Hammer. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. In the wake of all of these allegations against him that he's a cannibal. Which aren't even allegations. Like, they're absolutely true. Like, <laughs> I don't know if everyone has been keeping up with that. If you haven't, just Google Army Hammer cannibal. Google it. We're so sorry. It's crazy. It's wild. Anyway, I keep seeing things about it, clearly, because I'm on Twitter. And I had a dream where I was at my high school and I had like just got out of basketball practice and Army Hammer was there waiting for me. Ugh. And then I decided to get into his car with him. 
because I was curious if he was actually cannibal and I wanted to see what would happen. I mean, just, just and checking, then it like, ended. In real life, you know. I would never do that. You would never do that. Okay, just no, checking. Just but I try. was just curious. <laughs> I just had to do some sleuthing. Yeah. So a lot of my dreams were are just like not, a lot of them aren't plot-like. <laughs> contrary to what I just said but like Maybe an example was this is just like a series of phrases had to make jade tea for my dad realized the Starbucks menu organization researched hibiscuses for Killishon, <laughs> which is a program Sophie and I are in oh my god so I think I realized the Starbucks menu organization in the sense that like you know how it's like cafe latte yeah. cafe mocha yeah and i was like oh my god like those all go together and like everything else is in a separate category <laughs> like you figured it out yeah okay. um all right i see you you have so... revelations <laughs> sophie and i have been watching a lot of america's next top model great show i also had those dreams so i had a dream where i played one-on-one basketball with one basketball comes up a lot in my dreams i don't know why with the winner of cycle 18 of america's next top model (laughs) and i was in this one gym in my school called the auxiliary gym it was like an extra gym if all the other ones are full type of thing yeah yeah Yeah. and there was like there's this massive mirror in this gym and in my dream while i'm playing one-on-one she threw me into the mirror Oh my god. But then part of it was like afterwards I had to lie about like why I was all like cut up. Because I like couldn't get this girl in trouble, the winner of <laughs> Cycle 18 yeah. America's Next Top Model. That's so weird. Okay. So here's, here's, okay, wait. Before, there's one day where I had three dreams, like back to back to back that were had like really heavy plots. Okay, do tell. But before I go there, this one I thought you would um, appreciate. So somehow, some way, I ended up in Buenos Aires. Okay, sure. Not I've never been there. I don't know what it looks like. So I just was like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> you're like, this is definitely that place. Yep, I know yeah. exactly what you're um, saying. And I was with you. Amazing. And we saw a parade happening. Cute. And we were like watching the parade. And during the parade, this girl came up to me and handed me like a wood cross necklace. Okay, that could definitely be true. Which I thought was weird. And then we like left and we like played this game where if you tried like really spicy salsa, you could win a prize. Mm. But you'd had to like try the salsa, like not spit it out and then like jump from one area to another (laughs) area before you could win the prize. Do you know who won? No, I don't. Damn it. And then here's a weird note I just noticed. Mm -hmm. Went to Australia made croissants oh we just did croissants <laughs> that's it <laughs> okay here are the three that i had one night that i thought were the in most one night you had three. yeah like back to back to back that okay. was most notable okay first one number one i was at my house in wisconsin okay. and we have like a back hall bathroom mm-hmm. and so i showered in that bathroom even though in real life no shower exists in said bathroom oh, okay interesting so when I got out of the shower, there was a squid in the sink. Interesting. But not, you know, I like squids. In fact, I would even go as far as to say I love squids. Marla loves squids. I think they're so cool. If I was an animal, I'd want to be a squid. Yes. Particularly a giant squid. Yep. But that's beside the point. But this squid was like weird. It was like mm. alien-esque. 
it was like just like clumpy and gross and like Ew. gooey. How big was it? Um, small enough to fit in a sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Was the sink full of water or was it just? No, it was just the squid. Okay, weird. And so I like, I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with this squid? I'm like really freaked out. And then I like tried to pick it up for some reason, but only like one part of it came off Ew. into my hand. And then I, like, ran out into the living room where my dad was sitting. And I was like, there's a squid in the sink. I don't know what to do. And that was kind of it. But what did your dad say? I think he got rid of it somehow. Yes, Mr. Hiller. <laughs> but in my notes, I have showered in back bathroom, squid in sink. Really freaked me out. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so that one was, like, scary. Was, was it like, really? It was scary? Yeah, I woke up and I was kind of, like, on edge because yeah, yeah, of this yeah. weird squid in the sink. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, the, other, the next two get a little more complicated. Okay. So, I was at a museum. Okay, museum. With my family, some people from high school, and some people from college. I don't remember who. Okay. But it was like, it was almost like a school trip, like a field trip. Yeah, yeah, that's like what it felt like. Okay, yeah, sure. we were at this museum. I don't know what museum it was, whatever. I got lost. I somehow like got separated from everyone. And I guess like our home base, quote unquote, was the restaurant in the museum at this one specific booth in the restaurant. Okay. It's like, if you get lost, go back to this booth, and, like, when we're done with the tour, like, we would meet back up to we'll or whatever. We'll be there, yeah. Just so I was like, sure. okay, I'm lost. I'm going to go back to this booth. Sure. That's what you're supposed to do. Well done. <laughs> so <laughs> I go back to the booth, and there are people there. I'm just chatting with these people, right? And then the police come up to me, and they're like, Marlo, we have to talk to you. Oh, no. Because, like, you, you committed a crime, right? Marlo. And I was like, what? And so they took you me over. Told me about that. <laughs> so they took me over to this table, right? And they, like, propped up some monitor that they had. And they were showing me a video. And they're like, this is the evidence that you committed a crime. So we're, like, watching this really long video. It's, like, me and these two police officers. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that it was not a video of me committing a crime, but it was, in fact, a crossover episode of Gossip Girl and Law and Order SVU. I would literally watch that. that <laughs> which doesn't exist. But I was like, Mr. Police Officer, sir, <laughs> this isn't a video of me com <laughs> committing a crime. This is a video of like this is a clip from the gossip girl law and order svu crossover episode like what if he was like yeah the fact that this exists it's a crime <laughs> yeah i'm not like my brain isn't like that comedic that would be really funny <laughs> and they were like we're really sorry for wasting your time like <laughs> you to point this out to them. yeah i was like you guys are wrong like this is the gossip girl <laughs> svu crossover episode clearly right oh my god and they're like we're really sorry like we'll monetarily compensate you for your time for wasting your time okay i was okay, like okay so bet cool so then later in my dream <laughs> we were leaving the museum like getting on like a coach bus right and the police officers like rode up in their police car like as i'm boarding uh -oh. the bus and they're like we have your compensation for you and it was a check for one dollar why does that say that's make some kind of bigger statement about like <laughs> they gave me one dollar like, for accusing me of a crime i did not commit 
A dollar, and it was a check. That's a societal Like, I would have to go to a bank and deposit it. Do you realize that that's, like, like your dream is, like, <laughs> noticing greater patterns in society? How the police can, like, abuse you and then just, like, give you nothing in return. And then, on top of that, them giving me this check made me miss my bus like it drove off without me. <laughs> and that's where the dream ended. Wow, that's, like, kind of the worst. Here's the here's the other one. Here's the third one. So that day. was two. Two out of three. Yeah, so this is the third one. So I went to some like underground vampire-esque mansion party thing. Damn, why wasn't I invited? That sounds weird. I think you might have been there. I don't remember. Basically the vibe was like I'm new. Like everybody else is like knows each other and their friends and like I was brought along like for fun or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, like, met a bunch of people, and I was just, like, having fun in this vampire mansion, whatever. Uh-huh. But then I was, like, standing in the middle of the hallway, and there was a fight. Okay. These, like, two guys were, like, on the opposite ends of the hallway, and they were fighting. And they were, like, shooting at each other, but not with bullets. Like, some kind of mechanism, but I remember in my dream thinking, oh, it's not a gun. Okay. But I was in the middle of the hallway, so I, like, got caught up in this fight, and I was really confused. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't do anything. Why am I in this fight, right? <laughs> but then I ended up passing out and was, like, sent to the nurse in this mansion. I don't know. Sure, there's a nurse in this <laughs> So I went to the nurse, and, like, the nurse treated me or whatever. And I went back out to, like, hang out with my friends. And I was just, like, chilling with them. And blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, like, something feels off. Like, something feels off about this situation. Uh-huh. And they were, like, talking as if the fight had happened like a really long time ago and i was like it was just last night and i kept looking at like the tv that was there for some reason and like the date didn't seem right and then i realized that a year had passed oh no since fuck no the shooting incident no 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 i hate that shit and that the treatment that they gave me was supposed to make me forget about it but it didn't so i was in treatment for a year Dude, that scares the shit and out of me. And then they released me back out. Wait, and... that's terrifying. That would scare the shit out of me. I would have woken up in like a cold sweat. What a plot twist. Am I right? <laughs> I remember being like, oh, it's been a year? That's on creativity. So. Shit. Those were my three dreams. But I had a really intense dream last night. Do you want to share? Yes. <laughs> Obviously. So this was really weird because I was both like seeing it through the eyes of the main character but the main character wasn't me sure so it was <laughs> i'm very yeah invested. sure no i'm very invested <laughs> i'm very invested so I'm okay like, actually, okay okay like i'm not so it was like the character i was playing was a girl who was the daughter of like a mass shooter slash serial killer and, like, what had happened was, like, she and her mom were at, like, a department store of sorts. Okay. Whatever. And there were, like, obviously a bunch of other people there. And then, like, this girl's father came in and was like, I'm going to, like, kill all of you, right? Okay. As a mass shooter does. Sure. But then let me go. Me as in the daughter. Who's not me. Okay. But I was still witnessing everything, even though I had left the department store. Huh, so you had, like, an out-of-body experience. Yeah, but he, like, 
killed everybody there but there was like a whole big deal where i was like looking out the window i was inside the store looking out the window and i was like oh like i can make a break and escape but the car is parked so far away Sure. Like, what am I going to do? Like, it's if we had parked closer, like, I would be able to escape, but I can't. Right. And it was this whole thing, and then, like, it flashed forward. I was, like, on a game show as the daughter of the serial killer. Okay. Like, talking to someone about it. I'm assumedly the host of the game show. And it was really freaky. Like, it was freaking me out when I was, like, in the department store, and people were just getting murdered. <laughs> Uh, yeah, of course it was freaking you out, bro. <laughs> That's like, that makes the most sense that that would be freaking you out. But yeah, that was my dream last night. Yeah. So. <laughs> well. This is a weird challenge. I didn't get, I no wellness was achieved from this. I just entertained myself. I missed hearing your dreams during the week. No. I'm excited. Now that I'm starting to hear them again, like in real time, I'm enjoying them. My thing is that your dreams come low-key scary. But part of me wonders if dreams are just scary in general. Um, I mean, besides the squid one, where I, like, woke up scared, I was never really scared. Okay, yeah, it's just, like, happening to you. Yeah, and I think part of why my dreams are, like, the way they are is because I watch a lot of, like, crime TV. Sure you do. And, like... Not just true crime documentaries, but also, like, fictional crime stories. Yeah. And a lot of times those characters are in my dreams and I'm, like, the main character. Sure. Like, it's not me. I, I told Sophie about this. The show Psych. Like, the entire <laughs> cast of the show is in my dream. And I was the main character. <laughs> this was the one where, like, I was trying to stop the girl from setting off the bomb. Yeah. I and, that one. Yeah, and then she did it, and I was like, you need to reverse it. And she was like, well, I entered the special code, so I can't even reverse it anymore, even if I wanted to. So, like, an actual plot of a film. Yeah, and I was like, oh, what? Whoa. <laughs> um, so I think that's part of it. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't, like, you didn't learn anything about really yourself. see any patterns, except a lot of my dreams, for some reason... Are me playing basketball like at my high school yeah so that must have made a don't know why than you think <laughs> yeah for real maybe if you did it for longer you would see more patterns yeah that's really interesting did you ever have lucid dreams um when i was younger i used to be able to wake myself up okay which is definitely a skill yeah like when i would have a nightmare when i was younger i would picture my window of my bedroom because that's the first thing i would see when i opened my eyes mm -hmm. and then i'd wake up interesting that's pretty cool yeah i've had like a lot of like i had the same dream every night for a month that would scare the shit out of me and i still remember it yeah because you had it every single night for a month yeah it, it was r like a really weird dream and it ended with me fighting alligators whatever <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of I have a lot of dreams that take place in aquariums. I don't know why. Oh, I love an aquarium. But they're always it's always scary because they're like really dark. Aquariums are scary. Imagine. Like, yeah. They have potential to be really scary. Yeah. So maybe I should change my major. Time to change your major. And just start Finally. writing scripts or stories based on the dreams that I have, and I'll call it a year in my dreams. A year in my subconscious. A year in my dreams coming soon. <laughs>
That'll be my Keystone project. That should be your Keystone project. I'm telling you, man. That you know what? That stresses me out to some degree. Um, I have had dreams where I've not been able to wake myself up. And yeah. like I used to have these dreams and I couldn't really explain like why this scared me so much. Actually, I guess where like my eyes would be my eyelids would be so heavy mm-hmm. and i wouldn't be able to keep them open or open them and i would literally be trying to open them with my fingers like but i wouldn't be able to even open them a little bit like they would but i like wouldn't be able to see and i would just be trying to get them open and i wouldn't be able to i think that's happened to me in dreams like multiple times yeah. that scared me because i was like i know i'm dreaming but i can't wake myself up yeah that scared me i remember once when i was little hearing something where it was like if you can't tell if you're dreaming or like if you need to wake up the first step is like knowing that you're dreaming yeah so you like look at your hands or something and if you look at your hands in your dream usually you'll have like one more finger your fingers will be distorted or something oh 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 my god oh my god i was watching the show last semester on netflix it's called evil definitely oh, I remember you talking about definitely evil. went under the radar would definitely recommend it it's really good but part of it was that the main character kept having, like, dreams where this demon would come and talk to her, and she couldn't tell if it was real or not. Mm, scary. And I guess she was, like, a psychologist or, like, a friend, whatever. Doesn't matter. And so part of what she did to see if she was dreaming was she, like, wrote something on, like, a poster board and mm. taped it to her ceiling because when you're dreaming, you can't read. Yeah. So she would be able to tell if she was dreaming or not. Because yeah. she and like in the scene she looked up and it was all like blurry and you couldn't read it. Yeah. And so she looked at the demon and she was like, uh, 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 I'm dreaming. This yeah. isn't real. Weird shit. I hate that we like don't I mean, I feel like people do understand dreams, but they aren't like fully understood. No, I think people who think we can understand dreams are deluding themselves a little bit. Do you think it's like beyond human no, comprehension? I, here's the thing. I think to a point it, it you can understand them. Sometimes you can be like, clearly you're worried about this because you're dreaming about Oh, this. yeah. I don't believe in, like, the stuff where they're like, well, <laughs> like, I don't know. This clearly, symbolizes whatever. You're clearly in love with this random person on the periphery of your life because of this. And yeah, this. like, when you have people in your dreams and you're like, am I in love with this person? Literally, you want to hear a story? This Always. is fucking hilarious. You just brought this out of my subconscious. <laughs> so when I was in sixth grade, I had, like, a little... <laughs> Okay, I'm so ready for this. This is, wow, I just remembered this. So when I was in sixth grade, it, like, took me a little while to find my friends at school. Um, and so I had these, like, weird, I know. <laughs> Sorry, that's so mean. You're not I a loser. Have, and so I had these friends who honestly had a little bit of clout because I kind of, one of my friends who I'd had going in was, like, became friends with these girls who mm-hmm. had, like, low-key had clout. And so I just kind of clung to her. And even though I didn't end up staying friends with her and we had a falling out, like, Whatever. At first, I had clout yeah. for the first couple months of middle school. Regardless, take all that away. I had a dream that I had a crush on this kid in our grade. Mm-hmm. And I said, I woke up in the morning, I was like, do I have a crush on him? And I came to school, and I was like, I think I do. Okay. And this is, this is fucking hilarious. So I told my friends who had clout, who were friends with this guy, I said, mm-hmm. I think I have a crush on him. Yeah. And they said, really? Okay. Let me see what I can find out. Mm. And I said, no, 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 guys, don't. And they said, no, 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 we'll be, we'll be subtle. <laughs> as subtle as sixth graders can be. And then I remember, like, after, like, third period or whatever, I remember they came up to me, like, in the hall. They were, like, so excited. They were, like, oh, my God, Sophie, Sophie, Sophie. Like, he says he likes you, too. And I was, like, 
what? And then I remember he came up. This was the most sixth grade. We were 11 years old. <laughs> like, we were oh. literally 11. Imagine this. He came up and he was like, hey, like, do you like, do you like want to go out with me or whatever? <laughs> and I remember being like, yeah. And all of this had come to fruition in my head the night before. And all of a sudden I was dating this guy. Now it lasted two days. And here... <laughs> <laughs> This is how it ended. This is how yes. It ended. <laughs> it ended two days later because it was Thanksgiving. And the day before Thanksgiving at my school, there was this thing called, I don't remember what it was. Whatever. It was like, there was a thing. It was like some kind of tournament, like flag football, maybe. Or okay, whatever. sure. And it would like capture the flag. And he was like, we were like avoiding each other the whole day because that's Ooh, what you do trouble when you're in, in a paradise. school relationship is that you just avoid them. And <laughs> I remember everyone being like, Sophie, he like wants to hold your hand. He wants to kiss you, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was <laughs> Weird. like... Weird. Okay. And I was like, well, he's moving fast, but like, whatever, let's see if... I remember thinking to myself, like, we'll see if he actually tries. Like, <laughs> let's find out. Yeah. And then later that day in the hallway, his friend, who was really this really like like a douchebag, like this really mean guy, was like, Sophie, like, he doesn't want to, like, be dating you anymore. <gasps> and I remember being like, that's fine. Like, what the... but I was, like, annoyed. Like, I was, like, upset. But I yeah. was like, that's fine. I was going to be cool about it. And then that night, I messaged him on Gmail chat. And was Stop. like, I was like, why did you have Harry do it? Why didn't you, why didn't you just do yeah. it? And he was like, I didn't tell Harry to do it. And I was like, <gasps> what? And I was like, oh, my God. But we didn't get back together. That was wait, that. wait, 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 wait. Why did Harry do it? Did he want to date you? I think Harry was just being mean. Like, I think Harry was just trying to, like, get a rise out of me. Like, I think So then, you were like, yo, why did you have Harry break up with me for you? And he was like, I did it. And then, that was it? And then you're like, well, actually, I don't want to be with you anyway. I think I was just... I think... But you know what it was? I think a little bit of time might have passed in between Harry breaking up with yeah. me for him. Mm -hmm. For him. And me finally being like, I don't know if it was that night now that I think on it. I think a couple weeks might have passed. And I'd be like, why did you do that? Like, Gmail that really chat. sucked. That, <laughs> I think, that hits different. Uh, I know. I was like, geez, okay. Like, and I think he was basically like, and I think so enough time had passed that we like weren't. Yeah. Yeah. That like, it was kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, that's stupid. Glad that we made peace like you know <laughs> like dap it up i guess like it was just kind of like all That's right funny. so i think of that and i think of that as a time where i had infinitely more clout than i do now because i dreamt that i liked him i woke up thinking and, and you I also made like, that happen yeah, that's what happens when you have friends who are we need to school. be more like sixth, sixth grade, grade sophie yeah really but the other thing this is but the point of telling that story is like it's funny how you can like convince yourself that something that happened in a dream is true or like that's how you actually feel because you felt that way yeah. in a dream and like maybe by the end of the day you'll be like oh that's not actually how i yeah. feel like, that wasn't real like what the hell but like in the immediate moment you might be like yeah yeah that bled into reality i have a lot of dreams like right when i'm about to wake up that are just like reality like one time oh go ahead I told you about you this. Told me this. Yeah, I was like, I had, I was like not sleeping well or whatever, and I was really in and out, and I kept having dreams where I would wake up in our dorm room and I like checked my phone, and Ugh. I remember like I was waiting for someone to Snapchat me back, and I remember like looking at my phone and seeing that they hadn't Snapchatted me back, and being like, oh whatever, like it's fine, even though this wasn't real, like it felt so real, like I woke up and you walked in. And you were like, oh my god, Marla, like, I have to tell you about, like, what Elias did for me. And you, like, went into this whole explanation about how he, like, set up the scavenger hunt for you. 
And I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. And then I woke up in reality and you had just walked in and I was like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? <laughs> it's like your brain is really like... My brain is like malfunctioning. That is like pretty... It's almost scary. I know. I was so I was so disoriented. Yeah, because like, I weird. remember when you told me yeah, that. Yeah, because you had just walked in. I checked my phone. That person had Snapchatted me like that minute. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. And I was like, what? But have you ever read that stuff that's like you can have like an entire dream like that with like tons of plot twists in like the matter of a couple seconds? Yeah. I hate that statistic or sati- fact, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I had that whole dream about the police accusing me of a crime i didn't commit and giving me a dollar and a check form and it was probably just like 10 seconds slightly related but slightly unrelated just kind of like a sleep anecdote sleep anecdote go ahead so one time when i was younger i slept walked creepy sleepwalked 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 whatever it doesn't matter you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i walked into my parents bedroom and i guess i looked like fully awake eyes open over and i go where's jack Jack is my brother. They're like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "He's not in his room. Like, where is he?" <laughs> Your parents. My left parents a lot freaked it. out. I don't remember any of this because I was asleep. <laughs> and they like his room is right across the hall from theirs. It's like one step away. Yeah. And he was just in bed asleep. And they were like, "Marla, what? Why?" And I apparently that... just turned around and walked and just went back to sleep. <laughs> that would have terrifying. Can you imagine as a parent? As a parent, your child comes in and says your other child isn't there in the middle of the night. I would lose it. I would have lost it. Yeah. But, of course, you were asleep. Yeah, I was just sleepwalking. Whew. Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I sleep talk. Yeah, you haven't as much recently. Or maybe well, I just have... Well, I said the same thing. Maybe I've just, like, gotten used to it. I don't know. No, I don't think I think I you did a few nights ago. But it's, like, mumbling, isn't it? Yeah, especially when it's, like, early hours of the morning. I'm not really fully awake, so I can't, like, I'm not even comprehending anything anyways. Go back to sleep. Yeah. But it's certainly not as disruptive as my freshman year roommate. Who screamed in her sleep. She screamed in her sleep. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's really not because it was, like, she clearly was having some mental health issues which is like not funny but it's it was a lot it's one of those freshman year roommate anecdotes where <laughs> i mean like, i guess do you know how hard i tried to wake her up without waking her up I, yeah. I would like go over and slam the door shut and she wouldn't wake up dude i always think of a till and <laughs> his roommate and how hard he tried and how he his other roommate threatened to fucking beat the shit out of him <laughs> For trying to wake Saeed up. Like, it was like... That, okay, that I think takes the cake in terms of, like, craziness that happened. Yeah, his... Like, that... That was crazy. That shit was crazy. That's also the roommate that captured a bunny outside and brought it into our dorm. He chased it into a parking garage. Do you know how fast bunnies are? Uh, Fast. And then when I had the audacity to be like, maybe you should say something to him and or, like, the RA, because that's really concerning. And he was like, (laughs) it's not that big of a deal. Why are you making such a big deal out of it, typical girl? To chase a rabbit down, like, three blocks. He chased it from the Killashan lawn to Hojo Garage. That's actually three blocks. To chase a rabbit? I know. And then you 
how did he get it into the door without the security guard noticing? I think it was really small. I was like, haven't you guys ever seen any mo- horror movie ever? That's the first sign. Some people are mean to animals. Yeah. And, like, torture animals. And apparently, like, that animal was freaking out. Of course it was. It's a baby rabbit. It's unbelievable. No, yeah. And so Attil, our friend, basically, his roommate snored a lot. And the guy that was in their suite, Attil, one thing that Attil would do to sort of wake people up, people who snore a lot or who, like, sleep, talk, and walk, if sometimes if you make, like, a sudden yeah, sound, they'll, like, wake them up get it, yeah. enough that it won't, like, fully wake them up, but that it will kind of pull them out of that state where they're snoring. Yeah. So Attil would reach up and clap, like, one sharp clap. And his roommate <laughs> it's pretty was, extra, like, but... his sweet mate was, like, apparently it would work. Like, yeah. at least temporarily. And so, apparently, their sweet mate was like, dude, like, stop doing that. Like, you have to stop doing that. And Attila was like, well... <laughs> None of us are sleeping then. None yeah. of us are sleeping. Yeah, so, like, what the hell? Um, and then, apparently, he did it again because he was like, well, this is how I sleep. So, yeah. like, I'm going to do it again. And then, apparently, the guy came and grabbed him. Same guy as the rabbit guy. This is rabbit guy. Grabbed him and said, if you do that again, I'm going to fucking kill you. So, don't fuck with people in their sleep. It honestly is torture to be like, I want to be asleep so badly, but I cannot sleep. That shit sucks. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. But it is not an excuse to threaten to kill someone. No, it's not. There really is no excuse. See what I mean? Rabbit man, he excelled from Rabbit animal man. to human. Yeah. Yep. Has anyone ever seen Don't Fuck With Cats? For real. Or like anything ever. That's exactly our point. <laughs> but regardless, yeah, anything no. ever. That shit, yeah, I know. I mean, I thank God every day that I don't scream in my sleep, snore, or so far walk in my sleep. My Except mate, for that one time. When did I do that? You walked to the like your closet doors, and you opened them, and then closed them, and I thought you were gonna leave, and you didn't, and you just went back to bed. <laughs> you do sit up a lot in your sleep. Do I? Yeah, you'll sit up and just, like, sit for, like, a substantial amount of time. What the fuck? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's pretty common. Huh. Wow. wonder where that came from. I don't know. Regardless. Yeah, so sleep is weird. Sleep is weird. So you notice no patterns besides the basketball. Yeah. Sounds like you also see a lot of people from TV. Yeah. Yeah, like whatever show I'm watching normally yeah, influences. Yeah, which makes sense because it's like present, it's on your mind. Yeah. yeah. I'm seriously trying to find like recurring threads and I can't. I, I think this week just wasn't really like not one of the times where I have repetitive ones. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll have like dreams where like the same things will appear like several nights in a row. Yeah. But this was not one of those weeks. I think I am going to keep doing it as best I can. So, positive. Yeah. Feel positive about it? Yeah. Well, everyone, thank you for <laughs> tuning in to Just Another Manic Monday, episode 16. Uh, we are so Ooh. glad that you guys have tuned in, uh, and we did miss doing the show over the break. We will be back True. Uh, weekly from now on. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, next week, we haven't picked challenges yet, but just rest assured, it'll be cool. They're going to be good. <laughs> It's, it's always good. They're always, always good. Cool and it's always good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you to WTBU, our affiliate station. We really appreciate everything you do for us. And um, yeah. Marla, anything to add? 
Nope. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) 